Thursday, 20th of April, 2023. Just in case you forgot what year it was, Somalo and Evie doing the Tahi. Also joining us on the couch this morning, Liam! Liam! Woo, yippee. Liam. All right. Um, <laughs> um, last show of the first week. Yay. Not the last show ever. Contrary to many people's wishes and needs, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> as we found out. <laughs> um, but you know, we're very, we're very happy to have made it to the end of the week without, without any sort of cancellations. We love our haters. Nobody's though. betrayed us, oh. um, and we're very grateful for that. Um, we're also uh, in the last week of the school holidays. Last week of school holidays, which means next week you can go back to the mall safely. Yay! The mall! The mall, yay! <laughs> also means that next week I can't go to the gym at 3 o'clock anymore. Because all the school... Yeah. yeah, Liam knows what I'm talking about. You gotta, If you go to the gym at 3 o'clock, which I'm very fortunate to be able to do when we work from home, um, is, uh, kid, like, my gym in particular, like 30 school kids there in their uniforms, in their dress shoes, doing snatches. And it just drives me up the wall, dude. Like, I just want... I just want to use the bench, man. Mm, but I, all of them I are there. Hate it. I hate it so much. And there's like I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this nicely, but high school boys. Oh, they smell, smell like, like shit, shit, man. Yeah, like, yeah part of my language. It's not their fault, but they do smell like shit. Yeah, really and Lynx Africa school smell. Yeah, Link, yeah. Like, it's not even their fault. It's just like they're a product of their environment. And their environment smells like yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, last week on the show on Tuesday, we were talking about um, that uh, with the release of the Tahi, we also released uh, Spotify playlists. Um, and we sort of looked at making these playlists as a way for you to sort of get to know us a little bit, I suppose, through music. Um, uh, all three of us did one. I felt pretty good about mine. I put some effort into mine. Um, I felt I felt happy with it. I hope people enjoy it. Did you ever? I really liked yours. Thank you. I had a listen. I listened through in order, curated the way it was supposed to be. And it's really chill and it was really nice and I enjoyed all the local music. And I also really enjoyed that so much of the local music you had on there was quite specifically about like growing up in or living in Auckland. And like I did not grow up in Auckland, so I thought it gave me a little insight into who you are. Yeah. But it's a lot of like vibey R and B and hip hop. It was good. I liked it. Well done. Um, even though you're not from West Auckland, your album said, I'm from West Auckland. There's well, a lot it's of, the heart. Yeah, yeah, very similar, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. been said, it's been said. It was very diverse too, if that's the word I want to use. Um, some K-pop in there. Is J-pop a thing? Yeah, J-pop's J-pop, a thing. J-pop, uh, music from the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift soundtrack. Yeah, it w- I mean, yeah, that was on there because it's awesome. The, the J-pop was city pop. Okay, so yeah. that's what it's called, City Pop. Yeah, because it's from like the 80s right. or something. Okay. It was, um, it was good. It was, it was good. <laughs> uh, out of 10? Out of 10. Out of 10. Uh, you know, I'll give you a nine because I felt like I got to know you through your music. And I also nice. appreciated um, that I knew a lot of the artists. Like, there was Arctic Monkeys in there. There was uh, Beach Boys, big fan from Samoans. Um, and I really enjoyed, you mentioned it in one of our new music meetings, um, Melanie? Oh, Melanie. Yeah, Accident and Emergency. Yeah, I love that song. They're a West Auckland band, right? Yeah, Midwest Auckland emos. Why specifically Midwest Auckland? Um, So in in the emo genre, there's Mm. um, like Midwest emo, which is like basically in like the 
sort of like Ohio's of the world. Emo never died. They still make it. So it's, oh, wow. it just never, you know how emo's kind of coming back up again now? Is it? Uh, yeah. Over there, never, it never went away. And so uh. like they're Midwest Auckland emos, which like, I was like, oh, they're genius. That's amazing. And <laughs> I, I really like them because it's just, yeah, straight up emo. Good on them. Uh, Liam, what did you think of uh, EVMI's playlists? It's real bold of everyone in this room to assume that I listen to this. Let's be surprise. let's be completely real. Surprise. Let's be completely real here. Evie and I caught up yesterday afternoon to like prep out the show, and we were both like, "We're Liam hasn't listened, hundred percent, and we're no not way. gonna remind them no, to listen not. to well, it." I am use Apple Music because I'm like ten times better than everyone else who uses Spotify. I respect that. So. Because of that, the playlists are on Spotify, and if I wanted to listen to them on Spotify, I'd have to use Spotify free, and I feel like I wouldn't get as good of a listening experience Mm, if I had to listen to, like, song, song, five ads, which are louder than the actual music, don't piss me off, and then more songs. I mean, why don't you just log on to the Tahi Spotify and listen to them? The Tahi Spotify is not... (laughs) <laughs> premium is it not <laughs> no it's not I know Harry! I know because when I was listening to you when I was listening because I don't have Spotify I'm the same as Liam I'm on Apple when I listened to it on the Tahi account I was like why are they commercials and listening these songs so now I sound like funny. even more of a dick yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you put up with the ads I just don't have a I, my patience is wearing thin you know? I think at my very old age no you bring up a great point though I feel like we could skimp $12 a month or something like that to pay for Spotify Premium. Yeah. Especially considering we use that to upload all of our podcasts. Mm. Music yeah. and culture is kind of our thing. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. yeah music and culture. <laughs> the culture is we're skimp with money. Getting, you know, you know, we're it's, it's kind of for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. We're relatable. We also don't pay for Spotify. And <laughs> 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 hey, make sure you stick around. Coming up on the show today, uh, we're catching up with the incredibly jacked. Weta Noelitia, an incredible uh, community leader and bodybuilder, and I'm going to see if he'll take a shirt off in the interview, um, as well as uh, one of Evie's personal favorite TikTok users. Make sure you stick around. Uh, speaking of music, though. Speaking of music, the tape prize went down on Tuesday night, and congratulations to Princess Chelsea, Pachi Pachi, Pachi Pachi, who won for her album, Everything's Going to Be All Right. Um, it's her fifth album, and Tony Stamp legend, award-winning music journalist, GOAT, our obsession, said mm. there's the best song she's ever written. It's a really, really amazing record. Like, I really, really enjoyed it, and I was stoked to see her win. Yay. Pati Pati. Another big Pati Pati to uh, the incredibly talented uh, Tikahu, who we had on the show on Tuesday. Um, she was fortunate to walk away with the Independent Debut Award for Tikahu Aurangi, uh, an album of nine Wyatt's song? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Sung all in uh, Te Reo Māori. It's, it's pretty sick, and it, it's pretty cool to have caught up with her the day before she won that award. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I feel yeah. like we kind of like, did we predict? <laughs> did we predict her winning? Maybe. 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 i seen that clip of her on uh, RNZ Music, uh, Music 101, with her like holding her award. Yeah. I was just so happy for her, man. Stoked for her. I was really stoked to see two women winning, honestly. That was mm. really like... That was awesome, and then especially with an album all in Te Reo Māori winning at an award like the Tates is just mwah, phenomenal. Really, really good stuff. Yay, big yeah, yay. Yeah. How do you feel about it? 
Um, about the awards in general? Yeah, about Takahu winning, about Princess Chelsea winning, about the vibe. Yeah, I think it's pretty sick. Especially, like, you're right, two women walking away with the big awards. Um, Takahu in particular, being an indigenous woman, walking away with an award is a big one for me. Um, I think everyone... No- the, I think the tough part about the Tates is everyone nominated this year was so good. Oh, yeah. And, like, genuinely really narrowing it down to one would have been so difficult because Appendale Bowling Club were on there mm. and um, I really enjoyed their first project years gone, uh, years gone by. Um, but Trees was amazing. I think I think Tom Scott and the team have done such an incredible job that, it, like, I, yeah, everyone... Because I didn't recognize some of the artists that were on that nomination um, for the Tate, so I went and listened to their catalog. Mm. And, like, I genuinely think, like, everyone nominated could have walked away with that prize. I know, honestly. Like, there's been other years where it's been a bit more obvious who's who's going to win. This mm. year, I really didn't feel like that at all. But shout out to every single nominee, all of the finalists, Aldous Harding, Avondale Bowling Club, Ernie Bell, Phaser Days, Hans Puckett, Marlon Williams, Tammy Nielsen, Takahu and the Beths, um, all amazing, all represent independent New Zealand music so beautifully. I do recommend you listen to all of those albums, but for me, my personal favourite was Marlon Williams, My Boy, because you can't go wrong with a bit of Marlon. How long have you been playing that <laughs> I've been wanting yeah. to say that this whole time. Yeah, that felt like you've been waiting <laughs> and holding really, on to that one. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> We did have to miss the award ceremony because we're really trying hard to avoid COVID right now. Mm. Uh, but you know what else I miss? Speaking of missing stuff, do you remember when you were little and you go to the supermarket and you go to the deli and they give you a free little piece of ham? Like when you're like a little kid, and they give you a little piece of like lunch or a little piece of ham. Sorry, this is a really weird segue. It was, but I liked it. It was that, yeah, 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 I'm sure you liked it. But what do you mean they get... And they give you free ham at the deli. Yeah, like, you know when you're a kid and you're at the supermarket yeah. with with your parent and you go up to the deli and they're like, oh, a child, and they just give you a free little piece of ham. Did that it not happen for never you? never happened to me. Okay, well, maybe in the heart, I don't know if it's a heart thing, but when you're little at the deli, they give you a free little piece of ham just for being at the supermarket, just for being a child at the supermarket, you get a free little piece of ham. And I really miss that. I miss having a little treat, a little piece of ham. And so I started thinking, you know, like, when I get ID'd, they're, they're IDing me based on this assumption that, like, hey, you look like you could be under 18. First of all, I'm like, thank you. Oh, my God. He's right old. Like, don't worry about that. Second of all, it's like, well, you assuming I'm a child and I'm not because I'm a child, should I get a little free piece of ham? Like, give me a little free piece of ham. Like, I'm a kid. Give me a free piece of ham. Oh, I did you and I shouldn't have. Here's a little piece of ham. You're not. You're not getting. I'm you're not, not getting, getting this on one. board with this. You're not feeling this I, one. Like like a little piece. Like what do you expect? Like <laughs> the dude at the dairy to like just pull out a little bag of bologna and be yeah. like, here you go. Yeah, I do. That's what I mean. It's like I'm coming in. I'm going to the bar, right? And I'm like, hey, can I get a drink? And they're like, hey, I'm gonna need your ID. And then I whack my ID down and go, boom, hand out, waiting for ham. I got you. I'm not under eighteen. Give me a piece of ham. <laughs> feels like such a weird a little piece of ham a little piece of processed bologna a ham for your troubles ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um no but i thought you'd get it because you used to be a bouncer yeah, but so we didn't give out pieces of ham to maybe people we id but that's where we it's felt. where i went wrong <laughs> yeah we okay up. uh we didn't 
we didn't give out free pieces of ham while we we're on the doors. Sorry to disappoint. Um, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one story from the doors. We so shout out my boy Big Shwees, Nate, probably saved me from becoming a statistic one time. Um, so I set the scene. It's like 2017. Good year. Uh, it's winter because I remember it was, it was like dark at eight o'clock, and I was I was about 21. It feels weird to say. Um, I was head dorming for a bar in Ponsonby, uh, on Ponsonby Road, and it was like it was a pretty decent bar. And we had it was like sort of that time where dress code was like we were just coming out of the college shirt and dress shoes dress mm. code era and getting into more of that like uh, as long as you're clean mm. sort of era. Um, but obviously, as a bouncer, you're just sort of contracted to bars. So you don't make the rules. You just kind of have to follow them, even if you don't agree with the dress code. Um, but we were at this one bar. I remember it was like 8 o'clock. Nate turned up, and I'd been on the door for about an hour. And I was like, hey, G, can you jump on the door? I just want to have a quick break. And he was like, yeah, he jumps on. I walk around the corner, and I'm just standing there. I'm having my break. Uh, and then I finish up my smoke, and I'm walking over. And I see Nate standing there with this big grin on his face. And the, the back of these three dudes walking in, and they had, like, Air Jordans on, baggy jeans and varsity jackets and hats. And I immediately was like, that's not our dress code. I'm going to get in trouble. So I walked over to Nate, and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can't let these guys in dressed like that. It's not our dress code, and it's too late. Like, you could get away with that earlier in the evening, but it's too late. You can't let them in dressed like that. And Nate goes, well, you go kick them out then. And I went, um, not my job. Um... I'm, 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 I'm pulling that card, G. I'm your head doorman. You let them in, man. It's your mistake. You got to go rectify that. You got to go kick them out. And he goes, no, 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 no. You want to kick them out. You can go kick them out. And I was like, I don't, I, like, what's going on, dude? Like, what's the problem here? And he goes, you don't know who that was. And I was like, nah, I have no clue. All I know is that person is not in dress code. And he pulls out his phone and he starts typing away on it. And he turns it around and it's a YouTube video. And he spins it around to me. And all I see is Israel Adesanya roundhouse chops some dude's head off straight up like oh. in a ring and I was like that's him? and he goes that's him and I was like <laughs> you know maybe we're relaxing dress code tonight you know maybe we're just gonna like <laughs> maybe we're just gonna let that slide you know I'm I, 21 years old I'm a head bouncer I'm gonna take on Israel Adesanya right now honestly the, like it was it was what? I just watched that video and it like literally as soon as he spun around Izzy just chopped some dude like down in like a tree and I was like nah and I'm not I'm not kicking him out and I get why Nate didn't want to it's like shout out to Izzy though cause like Izzy's one of the few celebrities who was like actually really polite like a lot of celebrities can be really rude to dual staff. Izzy was actually really nice to Nate, and like when he was leaving, I like pretended like I'd known him for ages. I was like Izzy, yeah. he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I was like, I've known you forever, man. Like, yeah, nah, he was really cool about it. He probably he doesn't know that I thought I was gonna have to kick him out. Did you end up telling him to like take the head off? Or no, anything? nah, he was like, I just it. let him do just his thing, man. And when the bar owner came out and was like, "What are you guys doing in here?" and I did the same thing, I was like, "Nate, bring up the video. If you want to go <laughs> kick him out, gee, that's on you, man. Like, I'm not, it's not, I want no parts of this." <laughs> it's so funny, just the idea of like, it's like if Sonny Bill Williams came in and someone was like, "Yeah, go kick that guy out," I'd just be like. There's been like yeah, there's been a few times where like um, people I went to kick out. It's like one of the boys would be like, 
you're just like you'd be like hey bro you gotta go and then one of the boys over the comms will be like who's a kickboxer and you'll be like oh wait <laughs> you're like hey man you know maybe just relax a little bit yeah, like, yeah. do you yeah. know what I would have done in that situation mm-hmm. I would have given him a little piece of ham and just carrying bologna around in your suit pockets <laughs> yeah <laughs> torch radio headset bag of baloney yeah. alright I've got everything check joining us on the show today we have the incredibly jacked and also my PT Alitia. Um, my boy he's like my coach uh, I lost a lot of weight training with him he's an incredible dude and he's also an incredible community leader um, doing some wonderful things especially with our Pasifika youth in South Okilangi uh, and uh, we're going to catch up with him now our illustrious guest joining me on the show today, owner and coach at the Witter Performance Headquarter Gym in Papatoitoi, as well as the pro natural bodybuilder and men's physique athlete in the IFBB. He's got an incredible community event aiming at supporting young people into the health and fitness sector, which we'll get into shortly. Uh, he's coached me in my personal fitness journey, and I'm forever grateful to him. I'm very grateful to have him on the show. Pini Witter, Witter Nuiliitia. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Ace. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited. Excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacked as always, bro. I love your tight shirts. I do appreciate them. Ah, <laughs> hey, this is extra large, mate. <laughs> this is extra large. Okay, so clean the lighting. When I was looking to lose weight back in 2019, um, I think I was always nervous about going to classes with a bunch of like really hardcore athletes and yeah, yeah. feeling, you know, like out of place. And I think that was something that I really loved about training with you was like, I you're just one of the boys and I never felt out of place. And I think too, oh, you so- having a good understanding of, you know, how Basfika people's bodies work differently to, you know, our, our balance yeah. parts and things like that. I really appreciated the welcoming and, and opening and accepting, you know, aspect of, of training with you. And, and when we were back in 2019 doing that, you were just training out of your backyard, and here you are today, 2023. <laughs> Got a flash gym yeah, and Papa yeah. Toy Toy, man. You opened that up in what, August uh, last year? Right. Uh, yeah, we officially opened in August 2022. Uh, but yeah, man, you, you already know. Uh, the vibe um, had to be family. So um, we started, as you mentioned, we started in our backyard. Uh, in our little carport and I was like making up some random random ass workouts you know just using what was around them <laughs> I remember I, I um, hooked up one of these uh, stretchy bands um, to my car uh, one of the cars that was parked there and like we we're using that as one of the workouts you know <laughs> no machinery yeah man I, I, community is like a big part of I think what I love about your gym and, and what everyone I know loves about your gym is just that feeling of family, which is something that I really love about this uh, event that you've got coming up, Project Poly yeah. Network. Um, this is a, a event that you've got targeting um, young people in the community, guiding them into some career options, right? Tell me a bit more about this event. Uh, although it reads uh, Project Poly Network, um, doesn't necessarily mean it's limited to polys and Pacifica people only. It's basically for anyone. Um, we are trying to focus on uh, young teens or young adults that, that are currently looking for pathways. And as you would imagine, um, teens leaving school and younger parents, they're still quite athletic, so they're still quite um, active. And sometimes they love to train that much that some, some of them basically feel like, oh, sucks. I wonder if I can do this as my job, you know? 
Mm. Um, and that's just having lack of uh, support around that is where um, is where the gap is. So uh, the project is run over four weeks every Wednesday night for four weeks um, in May. Uh, we want uh, we we will be running workshops on um, basically it's an education piece based on experience. You know, it's not all theory. It's basically what W Performance has experienced. Um, we have some guest coaches coming along, some of the best in their fields coming along as well to share their experience on, on their journey on building their businesses, either online or through CrossFit or through programming or through what I do. And just being able to show people that um, there are more than one avenue than just becoming certified and then go work at City Fitness. <laughs> there's, 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 there's so much more to it man like um, mm. there's uh, personal coaching there's personal training there's um, group fitness there's online coaching there's uh, uh, bodybuilding programming there's crossfit programming there's crossfit uh, gyms there's functional gyms like you can and then there's your merch you know then you move on to that that level you make your brand then you create your merch and then people people buy it it's like man you, you could do so much within the industry as long as you knew uh, where you wanted to start and where you wanted to head towards. Like there's so many avenues to build uh, income for you to, um, sustainable income that is to, to, to live off and provide for your family. But most importantly, love what you do. And that's the gap. It's becoming certified and then finding what's going to work for you. Is it group fitness? Is it coaching? Is it online coaching? There's, there's so many avenues and people just don't know where to start. It sounds like a great first step for people before, you know, they go jump into studying some degree that they might find out isn't the right thing for them. And and I, I think it's exactly. really cool that they're able to learn a bit more about those different fields and what they might want to get into without making that life-changing commitment first, like getting that information in early from people who have really lived it. it it's such a cool yeah. opportunity and it's free, right? Yeah, free, free. It's a free event. So, um, Dinner's provided, the space is provided, uh, stationery, all of the little bits and pieces that you're going to need to basically take in what you want to take. Oh, yeah. nice. It's, um, it's, it's amazing to see these kind of things coming out of our community. And you've been a life-changing person for me. And I think I've told you that before, but like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you helped Thank me you. regain confidence that I, uh, you helped me gain confidence I don't think I ever had before. And um. Uh, you really inspire me, man. As cheesy as it sounds, like you do, you know. No, I appreciate it, bro. And um, I really look forward to all these young people that are going to have that opportunity to um get inspired by you and the team uh with this project Poly Network. Uh, there's more information and flyers on your Instagram, right? That would be a great place for people to go. Yeah. So. Oh, either uh, where did the athlete um or W performance? Well, you know, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, and um, best of luck with this project Poly Network. Uh, is there anyone you'd like to shout it out to before we go? Uh, my wife Laura, she's um the hard work behind all my creative random ideas. Project Poly Network is um. Is a partnership we have with the Ministry of Education, so that it is um it is supported by them and we have um and sponsored by them. So so we we're doing well. We're hoping to continue to work with them to bring more projects out there. Uh, but everyone, man, thanks thanks for having me. Thank you um for your time and and this um this quick chat. Right, uh, hopefully see you in class soon, eh? Oh, I don't know about I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another massive shout out to Weta Nui'i'itia and the team over at Weta Performance Gym in Papatoitoi doing some absolutely wonderful things for the Pacifica community in South Okilangi. 
Um, we'd love to see if you can find more info about the Project Poly Network on W Performance HQ. Evie and I have been um, sharing TikToks with each other a lot. Like, like, like you remember, like, back in the day, you used to tag people on, like, funny Facebook videos? Yeah. Sending each yeah. other TikToks is, like, that new thing. And we've been, like, sending the weird... Like, our TikToks we've been sending each other is, like, extremely obtuse. Mm. Like, very obscure. My one that I sent you the other day, um, the guy that... His whole TikTok account is called I Pull Fire Alarms 69, and he just pulls fire alarms. That guy's killing it. I love it. He hasn't been banned yet, which I'm, like, really surprised. <laughs> it's just genuinely the entire TikTok account is just this guy in, I'm assuming, like, Eastern Europe or something like that, and he just smashes fire alarms and pulls them. And I think abandoned buildings. But yeah. as somebody who's not allowed to pull fire alarms, apparently... Paul, please. I wouldn't mind just pulling one one time. If there's a fire, I'd like to be invited to pull it. Um, but as somebody who doesn't get to pull them, um, I live vicariously through him. Is that the word I'm looking yeah, for? Yeah, it's great. Just the itch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I think my favorite TikTok is the one that you keep sending me about the little mouse. Oh, God. Because you're so... She's so emotional about it. <laughs> Mrs. Jingles! Okay. <laughs> so explain Mrs. Jingles for people <laughs> so, like, they can understand the passion you have here. So there's this guy, and he's an older he's an older gentleman, mm. and every night he cooks a meal for himself and his pet mouse called Mrs. Jingles. But he, so he'll make like a little. I made a pea and ham soup, and me and Mrs. Jingles are having that tonight. And then she's got her own little tiny bowl with the soup and a little tiny spoon. And it's so cute, and he loves her so much. Like, he loves his little mouth. But the thing that makes me so upset is like, mice don't live that long. Like, <laughs> and she's gonna die, and he's gonna be so upset, and I'm gonna be so upset. And it's like, who's he gonna make dinner for? <laughs> And it's so cute. But every time we watch it, I get so upset. You need to stop watching TikToks about animals, Evie. They all die eventually. Oh, you awful. need to stop doing this to yourself. <laughs> okay, I'll go grab some tissues. We'll take a quick break, all right? It's upsetting. Moving into some news now, scientists from the University of Auckland conducted tests at the bottom of Queen Street by Custom Street to test for what drugs were found in the air. And they found uh, nicotine, uh, THC, but the one that was, although it was still a low amount, but the highest concentration out of what they tested for was methamphetamine. So there is literally meth in the air in Auckland CBD. Uh, what do you think about that? Like, how much meth? It says low levels of meth. It would take uh, about equal to 8,000 years worth of breath in order to get one full active dose. That's... That's like a... It's like a good thing, right? Like, low levels? I mean, it's better than high levels, but there's still, like, meth in the air. So... Oh... Uh, okay, I've misunderstood. So... It's not that meth levels have decreased. It's that meth is increased and now there's low. Okay, so my thinking was, like, I just, I, I don't know, I just kind of assumed there was always meth in Auckland CBD here, and I sort of assumed that this was scientists being like, oh, it's decreased, it's now only low, it's no longer high. But this is, meth is now low, so it's increasing 
that meth is now in the air that we breathe in Auckland CBD. Yeah. Okay, let me uh, reclaim my time. That's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry, I misunderstood that story. I was wondering why everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is horrible," and I was like, "Wait, isn't that isn't that a good thing?" Like, look, it's not ideal, but they haven't done these tests in any other cities of New Zealand yet, so we'll have to see how Auckland compares to Wellington and Christchurch. How, what, what, how do you think it's going to go in Christchurch? What do you think they're going to find down there? I don't think we need to answer that one, do yeah, we? Me neither. <laughs> Uh, if you tuned on in on Tuesday, we were talking about how Tahi, we host a bunch of web series that you can find on our social media. Uh, last week, we talked about the adventures of Pitipi, and today I just want to make a massive shout out to like one of my personal faves too, is Intros. Intros. Uh, Georgia Lines hosting a web series where she has a number of interviews with a number of talented musicians. It's really cool. It's like a sat down, very relaxed sort of chat, um, and I think it's quite cool hearing an interview artist to artist. It is cool. They yeah. definitely understand each other. And it's Georgia Lyons trying to intro, it's called intros, intro you to new young up-and-coming artists. I mean, some of them, I, I don't know if Luana is up-and-coming because she's amazing, a star, a legend. Mm. She's everything. She should win every award at every single ceremony. She's on our latest episode of intros and the live Crushed. performance at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it what? was it was crazy. Uh, Luana is like such a different sounding artist. She has such a beautiful voice and such a unique sound in, in her audio production and things like that. And it shines so much more in that performance. And I really like it the performances because they're just stripped down. You mm. know, especially Luana's. Uh, what's that? What's that instrument called? And because it's just Luana and the guy playing. Liam, what are these called? What are these called? Big, big one, boy, what? A cello? cello, a cello. cello. It is a cello. cello. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not like I'm not musically inclined. That's why I'm I'm a, I'm a presenter. Um, yeah, they're, they're, like it's just Luana singing along to a cello, and it's 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 beautiful. Beautiful. I also beautiful. love the Busfica representation on there, but there is a ton of episodes with a ton of incredibly talented artists uh, with Georgia Lines on intros. And where can you find intros, Evie? You can find intros on tahi underscore FM on Instagram and on Facebook. But quick question before we end is, do you mean, is it a guy going boom, 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 or is it a guy with a na 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 Now I'm confused. Because if it's na 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 it's a double bass. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to double check that. Well, you watch the video <laughs> and you tell I could I could honestly watch that performance a million times though admittedly. I think 100%. I think yeah. It's it's a great one. Check it out. What did you get up to after the show? Because like, like, on Tuesday when we finished, I just kind of went home and chilled out. But I seen you went out for like dinner. You went to a concert? Uh, yes. <laughs> I went to the Used and Papa Roach out in West Auckland. It was a it was a dream come true. Um, cut my life into pieces. This is my oh, last so that's Papa Roach. Papa sings Roach. That song. Uh-huh. So the thing about Papa Roach, which was so amazing at this show, is like they don't have a lot of hits to cover mm. a full set. There were a few covers in there, and they did a Snoop Dogg cover. Interesting choice. Which, I mean, for West Auckland, I think it went down a oh, real yeah, treat. Yeah. yeah, people were stoked. Yeah, yeah people yeah. really loved it. And I was thinking about like, there's a lot of covers out there that are better than the original. This was not one of those. Let me just, <laughs> let me just clear that up. Um, but, like, you know Torn by Natalie and Bruglia? 
Nothing's right, I'm torn. Is that a cover? Uh, that's a cover. The guys who originally wrote it were just like in some band, did the song, band broke up. The They live off the royalties from that song. Really? They still cash in checks from it. It's great. Congrats it's to them. It's a big song. You know what? Actually, I remember seeing a take before I get into my personal favorite cover. Um, I seen somebody trying to say on Reddit that uh, Alien Am Farm's Smooth Criminal is better than Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal. And I said, that is a criminal take. Do you know what? I can't say that. Evie, I you can't really that. love that song. Alien and Farmer not better than Michael Jackson. Well, not? musically, but anyway, carry on. Favorite cover. Anyway, um, Fuji's. Um, um, it's the Fuji song. Um, hold on, I'm forgetting it. Um, Fuji's. Killing them softly. Mm. That is such a the whole Fuji's uh, like is the, the, their project is just phenomenal. But that is like one of those covers that I just hear and I go, it's just their song now. It's the Fuji's own that song. It's their song. It's no longer a cover anymore. It's, it just belongs to the Fuji's. Well, it's like I will always love you. That was Dolly Parton first. And then who sang the next version? Whitney. Yeah, and she smashed it. Yeah, well, I, 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 that, I, that felt I thought, so yeah, because I, yeah, I thought you didn't. I thought you were confused. But then I don't know who Whitney <laughs> Houston is. Uh, Ouch. Um, yeah, Whitney. There's, I think, like, there's some incredible covers out there that really are ten times better than the original. And you kind of look back and you go, "That was a good version, the original." But the cover is tenfold better. Uh, and I'm sure there are uh, more songs that are really near and dear to people's hearts. So we want to know, if you head over to Tahi's social media on our Instagram story in particular, um, we're going to chuck up a questionnaire. Uh, what is a song that's better than the original? What's a cover that's better than the original? Let us know. Um, great news coming out of the Cook Islands. Uh, they have decriminalized and removed a law from its Crimes Act uh, that would jail men for homosexuality. Oh. Yeah, it's great news, uh, especially for the LGBTQ uh, plus community in the Cook Islands. Um, the Prime Minister, Mark Brown, actually tweeted, and I love his Twitter, by the way. Uh, he tweeted out saying, it's a historical day in Parliament as my party has fulfilled its pledge to stomp out discrimination of the LGBT community in our society and to uphold our constitutional commitments to human rights. Um, previously, uh, you could face up to 10 years in jail under the Crimes Act. 10 years? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those strange things that I think sort of comes from that period of uh, colonialism um, where these things were frowned upon due to certain uh, religious ideologies mm. um, and they were baked into the law in the Pacific Islands and seeing a move like this especially in the Pacific is huge like it's a, a real move forward and a real positive step towards having that uh, equality and unity across the board for all people mm, mm. Um, it's surprising that it's just happened now but um it's a good thing. It is a good thing that it's happened. And, and, and I hope to see more Pacific Islands follows through. I don't know the law for the Pacific Islands, but I imagine, basing off of my understanding of colonialism, that it's probably still an issue in many other Pacific Islands. So it, it's great news. And I know that uh, from what I've seen, um, the rainbow community in the Cook Islands and Cook Island members of the rainbow community are like very happy to see this move made. Although this law, from my understanding, was never like enforced and hasn't really been right. enforced for a number of years um it's still great to see that they've said like hey we're gonna make the formal step and the very like firm stance of removing this from the law 
it's great i think it's one of those things where you're like yay we did it and then mm. you're like oh my god it's 2023 and, it's <laughs> and so like, it's kind of like it's a little bit bittersweet right because mm. you're like yay but also like we could have done this a while ago yeah but, you know we were busy i guess i don't you know yeah they've actually introduced a ton of bills that um admittedly probably a, a little sensitive to talk about on the show but um they've made a lot of really great strides towards Protecting people, especially some of the most vulnerable within the Cook Islands, and it's just it's a net positive to me. I'm really excited to to see these sort of progressive steps forward for the mm. Cook Islands, and and really do hope that uh, other Pacific nations are able to follow suit. Welcoming back to the couch, the incredibly talented Liam. Liam, yay! Liam, yay! Very excited to be back on the show and on the couch. I love the show on the couch. <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> but can I get some passion, please? I love the show on the couch. I'm still not feeling it, but we're going to move on. Like, we all had, <laughs> on Tuesday, I feel like the three of us together bonded over a very spiritual experience. Is spiritual the word we're going to go with? Probably not. Yeah, it was pretty painful. It was, it was an emotional journey. It was journey. painful for me, personally. Yeah, so, okay, so context on Tuesday... Um, after the show, we'd been here since early hours of the morning. We recorded the show, produced the show, put the show out. We were all pretty tired. But uh, the publicity team, right? That's what mm. they're called. Yeah. Uh, they told us that we were getting our billboard at 1 o'clock. And so 1 o'clock came, the podcast came out, and we were sat on the corner of Hobson Street waiting for our billboard to appear. We were actually out there before one because I insisted that we go down there early so I could get a live That's reaction right. to us seeing the billboard. Uh, and it goes to, what, 105, no billboard, 10, 20, 30, Sorry, I 40. should also mention that this is a electronic billboard. Electronic, so it changes. Yeah. So it changes. So like, there's like a bunch of different like billboards essentially on this one billboard and it changes every, like, what? Did any of us time it? Oh, I think it's 25 seconds. 25 seconds, there'd be a new billboard. It was mostly Priyanka Chopra. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> yeah. We, we... I feel like I really got to connect with her. I know, I feel like I know her. <laughs> I feel like I could draw her face from memory. Honestly. Yeah. We, 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 we sat there for... Does anyone want to... Does oh, anyone at remember? at least an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. at least you, an hour. The worst part of it, probably... The fact that we all filmed it for like a whole hour. Oh, you guys, oh, no, I have like you gave up so soon. No, okay. oh, Liam so, gave up immediately. No, Brittle as spirit. I, as I said it in the beginning, my patience is wearing thin. Yeah. And as soon as we got to like one ten, I was seated. I was sitting on the ground. My pants were so dirty by the end of that. Yeah. Because I was just over it. I laid down at one point. And then we, after an hour of waiting, went back upstairs. <laughs> and what happens the moment we get back upstairs? The billboard appears. The billboard goes black, and the first billboard that appears yeah. in the house, and we sprint down. And by the time we get there, it's gone. It's, it's gone, gone again. And we had to wait. Had a to full, watch Priyanka like, a couple more times. Yeah, we had to sit through like six <laughs> other billboards. It was, it was so funny because like we all ended up taking individual photos outside the billboard, mm. and <laughs> every time someone would go up, be like, "There's like three Priyanka Chopras, <laughs> one more Anzac Day billboard, and another one, and then it's ours." Yeah. yeah, and you'd get like 20 seconds to quickly take as many photos yeah. as you can. We had it down to like a fine, yeah. fine art. By we the end of all that. got through it. I, by the way, can I just say that I hate that you posted that selfie Which that one? I took of all of us in front oh. of the billboard. <laughs> I thought we looked cute. I cracked up because as soon as we seen that selfie, Liam goes, "Dad at Hanua Falls," and I was yeah. like, "Yeah." No, literally, like Dad at Hooker Falls, Uncle with his like nieces and nephews that he never sees. You know what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what would have made it better if I had a selfie stick that would have just like tied oh, the whole I thing together I love a selfie stick we need a, sel- we need a self- hey, hey, selfie hey. stick Harry. Spotify premium hey. and a selfie stick selfie stick a selfie stick selfie stick please and thank you yeah well we're looking forward to um maybe like I don't know I'm hoping to bring my dad or something like that to look at the billboard and be like dad look please be proud my mum mm. wanted to know when it was going up in Napier and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh man! My mum talked about flying up here to see it, and I was like, "Mum, like I'm just gonna, I'll take a photo." Fo- like be- she's so nice, but I was like, "Girl, I'll just take a photo of it for you." Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it's the same experience, really. I see my dad a photo of me in front of the billboard, and my dad said, "Cool." And that's the last time I heard from my dad. <laughs> like two days ago, all he said was "cool," and I cool. was like, "Yep, that is a salmon dad fight." That sounds like one. someone else we know who you give them really exciting or <laughs> any type of news, and they just say. Cool. And then move on, Harry. Yeah. Um, Harry, our boss. Shout out to Krista. Oh, shout out to Krista. There's actually a lot of people, and and this being the last episode for the week, um, let's make some thank yous, some shout outs. There's so many people. There's so many people, genuinely. So this project, this podcast, I know it's only the second one, but it's the last one of the first week. And um, there's been some incredible people who have worked tirelessly behind the scenes to help us get this ready and get this off the ground. Um, I don't even think we could name all of them, but let's give it a shot, right? All right, starting with Tony Stamp, just for Tony the general Stamp. vibes and emotional support, inspiring us. Um, Josie, Jamie, Blair, um, Flo. Flo, Joe Guy, Joe Guy, um, Megan, Lucy, Harry. Shout out to Harry, we yeah, love and appreciate you. Krista and Jared, Krista and Jared, our design team. This- um, honest, there's so many We're people. Forgetting, but I think honestly, we'd have to write it down. There, yeah. We couldn't have done this without a team effort. Um, of course, I want to make a personal thank you to you, Liam, because um, you've worked really hard to get a lot of stuff out, especially our digital stuff, everything you see on the Instagrams and that. That's Liam. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, we... Feel free to thank me whenever you like. Um, all Do we want to... Should we thank Evie? Yes. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's been a team effort. A lot of people behind the scenes. Um, everyone's come together, and we hope you enjoy it. Um, we'll be back next week, Tuesday, Anzac Day. Can I say see you next Tuesday? Can say, see you guys next Tuesday! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> see you next Tuesday! See you next Tuesday. <laughs>